Happy Turkey Month, everybody! Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power Unemotional. It definitely was an emotional show. Um, An unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. (laughs) Oh, how's everyone doing this November? I'm doing good. I got the day off. Gonna go out and brave the weather because it's been snowing and I already can't stand it. It's not even winter yet, guys, and we already have been getting snow. But today, guess what? I have a fun, adorable... I watch this every year, guys. I watch this every single year, and it's my rotation. Garfield's Thanksgiving. Oh, I love it. This short, which is only 24 minutes long, came out in 1989. I would have been seven at this time. So this Garfield's Thanksgiving finds John with a love interest, a veterinarian who orders Garfield on a diet and then comes for Thanksgiving dinner. You don't want to know why she comes to Thanksgiving dinner? Because John will not take no for an answer. She says no repeatedly when he asks her. He even tries to trick her. And she's like, no. So like, fine. Finally, she like, throws up her hands like, you know what? I'll, I'll go. Okay? I'll, I mean, clearly, I don't know. Maybe her family lives out of state or something. She isn't able to visit them. And she doesn't currently have a boyfriend. Otherwise, she wouldn't be going to John's place. But this has got a 7.9 out of 10 rating on IMDb. It was directed by Phil Roman, Gerard Baldwin, Bob Nessler, and John Sperry. Writers Jim Davis, a creator, written by Jim Davis and written by Kim Campbell. All right, we got some goofs. All the butter on John's face and hands disappears when he puts the turkey in the oven. When Liz says, what's that, when she hears the chainsaw from the kitchen, she says it in Grandma's voice. Okay, I'm going to listen for that. We got a couple soundtracks. We got Make Thanksgiving One Whole Meal by Lou Rawls. Rawls. And It's a Quiet Celebration performed by Desiree Goyette. I'm not sure if you pronounce, that's how you pronounce your last name, but this song by Desiree is beautiful and I love it and it's sweet and I just oh it's so beautiful. So here's a quick review called So Sweet. This was posted December 11, 2004. Once again, Garfield proves he can pull off more in 25 minutes than movies that take four times that long. It's Thanksgiving and John loves to make a huge deal of it. On a trip to the vet, Keep a lookout for Orson the Pig in the wait. I remember that. Orson the Pig in the waiting room. Yes. He manages to pluck up enough courage to ask out Dr. Liz on a date. Amazed? Well, she actually accepts. How crazy is that? If only she knew what she was getting into. Yeah, really, right? <laughs> this is John we're talking about, everybody. John Arbuckle. John doesn't plan the Thanksgiving dinner very well. He's got no clue how to work a kitchen. That's for true. And he's on the verge of blowing his big chance with Liz. But Grandma Arbuckle comes to the rescue. And so John, Liz, Garfield, and Odie sit together at the table for lovely evening in which John actually manages to impress Liz. Well, well, wonders never cease. 
this TV special is one billion times what the poor Garfield movie is. Yeah, that Garfield movie was not great. Right, Quinn? What do you think about Garfield? Huh? You like him? You like Garfield, don't you, girl? She's walking away. She don't care about Garfield. She's like, Garfield who? Quinn, you're a cat. You should know who Garfield is. He's a cat, too. I thought you knew every cat in the world. Even fictional ones. No, she's going downstairs. I gotta actually, now that I think about it, I gotta go refill her water bowl. Because she's gonna go down to, like, a bowl with barely any water in it. I'll be right back. Alright, so we open up on the street. We see John Arbuckle's house. Now we're in his bedroom. He's lying, sleeping in his bed. Garfield comes up. John's got an arm draced, draped across his eyes. Arfield just lifts his arm off like, John, I know you have a busy social calendar, but if you would be so kind as to go to the kitchen and fix me a huge breakfast. Because, you know, this is Garfield. He's got to eat a lot. Oh, he tells John, if you do this for me, fix me this enormous breakfast, I will allow you to come back to bed and finish your sleep. Now, Quinn has woken me up. She's never sat on my stomach or, like, squeezed my cheeks or whatever like that. Right, girl? No, she usually would just go, meow, meow. And that's usually when she wants food in her food bowl. But she hasn't really been doing that lately. Actually, now that it's gotten colder out, she used to sleep in the closet, but now she's back to sleeping on the bed with us, and it's so nice. Right, girl? Yep, that's true. I'm talking to you, girl. You were just downstairs. Why are you going down there again? So Garfield just, he wants to wake John up. He puts this huge stereo on the floor and just starts blaring music to the point where it's so loud that John falls out of bed. Now he's included, Garfield's included Odie in these antics because, of course, Odie wants to get fed. And I love how the symbols that Odie has are the same color of his body. I love how Odie's just barking along with Garfield in total agreement. As Garfield wants pancakes the size of Australia and coffee, of course, Garfield drinks coffee. Like, from the, the comic strips, I remember he'd, like, get up and, like, he'd be walking in a daze Garfield would in his pajamas. And he'd be sipping coffee. He'd have Pookie, his bear, with him. I can't remember. Do we see Pookie in this? I can't remember. Garfield, of course, he's got, he's saluting. He's like, we wouldn't be the great nation we are without coffee if it weren't for coffee. And he tells John to do his patriotic duty and fix him breakfast. I'm not sure. What does John do for a living? I don't know. He does something, clearly, because he's living in a house and not a cardboard box. Now we move to the kitchen. Garfield's had his coffee. He's got two plates, a little small bowl, and a full-size bowl. What all did he eat? So John comes along to collect the dishes and says, Well, gee, Garfield, I hope that breakfast was... Met with your satisfaction, I take it. And Garfield's a little mostly, but the pancakes, let's talk about those, John. Next time, a little less pan, a little more of cake, okay? Garfield, please, just be lucky you're not just served cat food all the time. I mean, I don't give my cat 
regular human food. I think I probably dangled something in front of her and she just sniffed it and walked away. So now that breakfast is out of the way, Garfield, of course, is going to go take his mid-morning nap. And Odie wanders across the table and Garfield's like, wait, 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 the nap can wait a minute because now it's time to abuse the dog. And by abuse the dog, he means pulling his foot back all the way like he's going to kick a football and just kicks Odie right in the rump off the table. But actually, he notices there's a calendar. You know the kind that you'd see at the bank that you just, like, rip off the day? And it says, Wednesday, take Garfield to vet today. So Garfield's like, oh, man, this is the vet. Oh, my gosh. I can't let that happen. So he's like, I'm just going to take this off. It'll be fine. He'll forget. Pulls it off. Thursday. What's Thursday? It's Thanksgiving. I'm surprised that the vet office is open the day before Thanksgiving. Or that John was even able to get an appointment the day before Thanksgiving. I don't know. Is that kind of like how doctor's offices work? Like, right before the holidays, they get really busy. Is that the same with, like, vets, too? <laughs> Quinn's looking at me because I said the word vet. Yeah, you gotta go next month, Quinn, to get your booster shot. I actually had to... It was supposed to be this month, but I moved it to next month. I did you a favor, Quinny. I did you a favor. <laughs> She's just looking at me rolling her eyes like, sure you did. Actually, we get a close-up shot of this Wednesday Take Garfield to Vets today. Not to the vet, but Vets today, as in plural. So Garfield does, in fact, know what Thanksgiving is. He's been around a while. He knows that... Thanksgiving means food. That's the day people celebrate having food. By eating as much of it as possible. That's how they celebrate Thanksgiving. And then you get sleepy from the tryptophan and you take a nice long NAP. Or you go to the stores on Thanksgiving for Black Thursday to get ahead of the crowd and just skip Black Friday altogether. And go see a movie. That's what I've been doing, I think, the last few years, is I'll go on Thursday. I'll usually just go to Target. Last year I did really, really well because I actually went and lined up, like, just before the store opened. So I got in there, boom, got what I wanted. I, I went straight for the TV shows on DVD. I got the ones I wanted. Um, I've been collecting each year seasons of Game of Thrones, which I haven't started yet because I want to get them all. Modern Family, um, I'm hoping they have Big Bang Theory this year, um, might pick up the third season of This Is Us, even though it's on Hulu. I like to see what they got, I real, I mean, I get movies throughout the year and stuff like that, so, but mainly it's just, it's the TV shows. What, when you guys go for Black Thursday and Friday, what do you guys like to get? The electronics? The houseware stuff, the clothes, what are you all into? Um, usually Black Friday, I will actually use that day to go see a movie. I can't remember what it was I saw last year, but I know the Tom Hanks, Mr. Um, Rogers movie's coming out, and Frozen 2, so I'm thinking... I'm going to see one, and then I'm going to definitely see the other. I think that might be the extent of what movies I want to see for 2019. There might be something in December, but I can't think of it. Oh, wait. I, I know what it was. It was um Little Women, the movie, with uh 
Emma Watson from Harry Harry Potter and uh, is it Sorcy Ronan who was in Lady Bird and Brooklyn? I I think she's an amazing actress. This girl, I really really like her acting, and also Timothy Chalamet is it Chalamet who was in Beautiful Boy and he was also in Lady Bird and um, Call Me by Your Name and stuff like that. He's a good actor too. So. Garfield's going on and on about tradition and pumpkin pie and cranberry sauce and everything. I've never been into the cranberry. I've just never, I never liked it. Mm. I like pumpkin pie. Um, I bring the cornbread bake every year from GFS, Gordon Food Services. And Jer I always go to, to Jeremy's family's. I have been going there for over 10 years now and... I always bring that cornbread bake most of the time, or at least since we've lived here, where we're at now, so. What are some of the things that you look forward to eating at, um, Thanksgiving? I definitely like, I definitely like the turkey, of course. I love that crispy golden skin. Oh, it's so good. The crispier, the better. And then, of course, the mashed potatoes and the gravy. The green bean casserole. Actually, Jeremy and I... We kind of started a tradition now where in November we will watch planes, trains, and automobiles. We will make a turkey roll, and I'm going to do like a green bean casserole. I'm going to make some cornbread and stuff and have our own little mini things pre-Thanksgiving. So. so Garfield pulls the little mini calendar from the wall, takes it over to John, and John, who's sipping his coffee and trying to get a break from Garfield for a hot second, it's like, yes, Garfield, I see it's a calendar. Nice, yes. And Garfield just shoving this, like, Thursday Thanksgiving in John's face. Like, look, 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 Thanksgiving. He's like, yes, Garfield, I get it. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Which reminds me, we got to go to the store and get all the stuff that we're going to need. And then we're going to take you to the vet. So that pretty much all took place. Buff. That was, if you want to even call that a cold open. Because now we get the title card that says Garfield's Thanksgiving. We get the song. We see John with Garfield in a grocery cart, which would not be allowed today. I mean, unless John could say, oh, he's my emotional support animal. Like, uh, where's his vest? There is so much food in this cart. The fact that it's even so high and not falling onto the floor. I mean, I see carrots. Garfield's on the top. Uh, we see bread and eggs. Oh, those eggs are smashed. They are smashed. Oh, there's a watermelon there, too. What else is in there? Carrots? Maybe. I can't tell. Some box stuff. But he comes out of the store, and he's got a bazillion bags just stacked on top. And I'm thinking, that stuff, that's not how that works, man. I bagged groceries. That was one of my second or third jobs as a teenager was bagging groceries and we actually had a cart that we would pack their groceries and push it through the snow to the person's car and then eventually we stopped doing that and there stopped being baggers and then the, I guess later on cash I mean the whole bagger thing of people bagging their groceries would have ended a couple years or out from after I had stopped working there, but...
I think a go Goody. <laughs> Odie is left at home because there's no room. There's barely any room for John and Garfield. And meanwhile, John is driving. Garfield's pulling stuff out of the bags. Like, hey, look, here's some pumpkin pie filling. Here's some cookies. Right in John's face. Like, I am trying to drive. Why are you not in a cat carrier? He pulls out yellow coleslaw. And John is just trying to, he's like, Garfield's hand is right in his line of sight. Garfield tells John to drive carefully. I don't want to bruise my kumquats. There's nobody on the road. Everyone else that is needed to get stuff for Thanksgiving has already done it. When I got groceries yesterday, there were people probably getting stuff. Those are the smart people that are like, I'm getting it now. I'm getting it ahead of time because you know in another week and a half, the stores are going to... Anything you want for Thanksgiving, boom, gone, out the door, bye. It's been bought and it's been purchased by other people. You gotta do without. So Garfield realizes John is not turning on their street to go home. John explains, we're going to the vet, Garfield. I told you that's what we're going to do after we got the groceries. And Garfield, you don't even see him do it, but you see the car just driving erratically as Garfield's screaming. It's... He just hit a building! That car just hit a building and was able to pull back without any problem. What in the world? I mean, I'm sorry, if you hit a building, I really don't think you're just going to be able to go and reverse automatically and the car will be unsmashed. No. Alright, we got Orson sitting on some lady's lap. We got a dog wearing sunglasses in the vet's office that is also dressed just like his owner who's got the same type of hair with the same type of sunglasses. I guess it's true what they say about some people they look like their dogs or they dress like their their dogs dress they dress their dogs like themselves. I don't know. This is so comical because the old elderly lady next to this guy and his dog with the sunglasses, this dog is wearing bifocals and the same expression like both the lady and the dog have no teeth. We got some fisherman who's got a ginormous fish that's bigger than both the dog with the sunglasses and the dog with no teeth and bifocals put together. We got two twin boys with blonde hair and green and white baseball caps. Neither of them have their eyes open. One is grinning maniacally and they're both like petting this dog like... Like, oh, this poor dog is like, ah, make it stop. That's too rough. Those kids you, look like they could be sim they could be joined at the hip. They are just... Because the dog's right on top of their lap, so those kids are, like, practically on top of each other. Meanwhile, we got poor Garfield, who is on top of John's head. He is that freaked out. He's shaking. I'm surprised that he's not drooling or shedding. Because odds are, they definitely want you to have your cat in a carrier, or they want to have your dog on a leash. You cannot just let it roam freely. No way would I just be able to bring Quinn in minus a cat carrier. I wouldn't even be able to get her in the car without a cat carrier. But John tells Garfield to relax, and Garfield's like, you want me to relax? You take me to Hawaii. And John assures, like, it's just a checkup, Garfield. It's gonna be alright. Of course, Garfield knows. 
John, no. It's a check out. You're just bringing me here to check out the vet, like you do every time we come here. So many unneeded and unnecessary appointments you've brought me to just to check out the vet, and she's turned you down every single time you've been here. So, Liz calls in the next person, doesn't say who, John just, there's nobody even at the receptionist desk either, so maybe she does both things, I don't know. And he's like, hey, Liz, how's it going? And she right away corrects him, like, that's Dr. Wilson to you, please put the cat here on the examination table. And of course, John's got Garfield, like, tucked under his arm, like, a bag of flour, because Garfield's butt tail and feet are, like, what Liz is staring at. So he just plops Garfield down, who's just like, he just looks like a sack of potatoes. And Liz is doing the examination, the tongue depressor in the mouth, just checking out his tongue, making sure the inside of his mouth looks good. And John, again, is calling her by her first name, like, oh, so, Liz, and she's like, yeah, that's doctor to you, buddy. So he goes the typical route, which, of course, when you can't think of anything to say, you're probably going to say, hey, how's the weather, right? She's like, uh, that's a rather personal question, don't you think, Mr. Arbuckle? Like, personal? No, not not really. So while she's still examining Garfield, you know, checking out his ears, pulling on his legs, checking out his tail, all that good stuff... He just cuts to the chase, like, hey, Liz, how about a date? And she, like, tells him, I'd rather die. Like, I don't want to go out with you. I don't want to date you. In fact, after this, I'm going to refer you to another vet because I don't really feel comfortable having you constantly ask me out all the time. Like, no means no, John. You don't want to do it. You don't. You, 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 you stop. You don't persist. And he's all like, oh, don't do that. And she's like, Mr. Arbuckle, please. I'm trying to listen to your cat's heartbeat. Can you not right now? Thank you. And he's like, oh, you can call me John. She's like, yeah, well, I can call out for pizza too, but I won't call you that. Everything she's he's throwing at her, she's shutting it down. Like, talk to the hand. I'm examining your cat. And she's got the blood pressure cup around Garfield's wrist. And she keeps, like, pushing the pump thing. And Garfield's hand gets huge, like, starts just swelling up, boom! Which, only in the cartoon world would this happen. His hand is now larger than he is. What in the world? So excited because he got her to say his name. Garfield calls John a dip, which I get, he kind of is. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm giving you one last chance, Liz. And she's like, doctor... We are not on a first-name basis here. He's like, will you go out with me? She's like, no. And he's like, all right, one more chance. Stomp. She flat-on just stops what she's doing, turns and faces him, hands on hips, glares at him, says, never. I will never date you. Don't ask me again. Now he threatens to hold his breath until she does go out with him. Why is he acting like he's, like, four and throwing a temper tantrum? I'm going to hold my breath until you give me what I want. All right, she's confirmed the examination. Everything is 50-50, as in, I got some good news, I got some bad news. The good news, your cat's as healthy as a horse. The bad news is, he's also as big as a horse. You need to put him on a diet. 
Meanwhile, John's face is red along with his eyeballs are also red because he's still holding his breath. So she tells John, I had to put your cat on a low-carb, low-fat diet. And Garfield is like, oh my god, no! Of all the times to do this, why? Not the day before Thanksgiving, no! Uh. Oh, and she also tells John, you must restrict his intake of sugar and searches. No cookies, no chips, no nothing. And, of course, he could use a little exercise. Well, you know what? We all could use a little exercise, probably. I could definitely use exercise. And a lot of it. I know that. Feed him a lot of high-fiber foods and see that he drinks plenty of water. Water is very important. That is key. And if you probably already guessed, I do have the subtitles on, so I'm going based on that. Oh, Garfield says fibers for sweaters because he's like adding all his commentary and just freaking out at everything she says. So the quality of a cat's nutrition determines the quality of a cat's life. Yes, you want your cat to live for 16 to 20 years, you better be taking care of him, making sure he's healthy, getting him checked at the vet, all that good stuff. Him or her, of course. And she finishes with, if you take good care of your cat, he'll be around for a long, long time. Garfield screams and... Passes out, as does John, who finally cannot breathe and just, boom, on the floor. Passes out. Liz finally is like, oh, this is not bad, I swear. <sighs> Fine, I'll go out with you. And John just, boom, lickety-split. He is back on his feet again, like, oh, great. I'll see you tomorrow for Thanksgiving at my place. He tells her he's going to fix a big Thanksgiving dinner, and she is going to love it. Of course, Liz is like, well, you know, at least we won't be seeing him fuck together. And, of course, he left Garfield there. And John is so confident. He's like, oh, and then this weekend. And she's like, please, don't push it, Buster. Let's just get through tomorrow and see how that goes. So she has a call back in. Mr. Arbuckle, you forgot your cat. Like, oh, my cat. That's right. Yes. And he just scoops up Garfield. So John leaves, and Liz just arms crosses like, what did I just agree to? What am I getting myself into? Oh, this guy is so weird. So John's on cloud nine. He's got some more stuff. Oh, wait, no, this must be all the groceries that he left in his car to defrost. John's singing about his dream chick and how he's going to impress her and make her his girl. Poor Garfield is just slogging into the house, bent over. Oh, woe's me, I'm gonna be on a diet and Thanksgiving. John's sitting at the table with his dinner. Mind you, he's got a piece of lettuce. A piece of lettuce for Garfield for this diet. Um, you're gonna kill your cat doing that, buddy. No, he doesn't need people food, he needs cat food. Makes so God, oh my, I am telling you, you go to a pet store, there's so many different kinds of cat food. I have Quinn on the Purina Indoor Cat Chow, which I've had her on since she was probably about six months old to a year. And then I also feed her the little cans of Fancy Feast. But I'm just thinking in the future, when I get a dog, it's like, oh my gosh, I thought... So many things of cat food. There's so many types of dog food out there. Oh my god. You guys have probably, if you've listened, if you're a regular listener, you've heard me mention about wanting a golden retriever, wanting a Saint Bernard. I know Jeremy would really rarely ever agree to that, but it's like, I want a dog. I 
do. I love my fur babies. I love my Quinn and London and Liesl. I love them so much. But I also feel that I will have room in my heart one day for a dog. He gives him half a leaf of lettuce. What in the... Oh, John, you are not smart in regard to this. She could have given him some paper printouts on how to help your cat adjust to a new diet. So after checking himself out in the mirror, because he's only been on the diet for 10 minutes, he zips into the cat... Well, he doesn't zip in there. He is stealthy and sneaky. I'm going to get some cookies. I'm going to get some sugar. I'm going to get some in me. But somebody we haven't seen for a hot second is on to him already. John has enforced the new diet monitor, Odie the Fierce. Odie comes in complete with a whistle around his neck like a track coach. Yeah, basically Odie's going to watch Garfield's every move. Any time that Garfield even thinks about going and opening that refrigerator door or getting into the cookies, the cupboards, the canisters on the counter, whatever. Odie's going to blow that whistle. John's going to come running. Oh, my. I'm with Garfield. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. That's not how you do... And I don't even call it a... Don't call it... Don't call it a diet. That is just... Ugh. You could call it improving yourself. Or... Dietary changes in your... Or something. Just... I don't know. So is this the same day? Because remember, the next day is Thanksgiving. Garfield's like, well, I may as well see how this old diet's going. So he's pulling a DJ Tanner and stepping on the scale, thinking he's going to... Well, actually, he doesn't want to lose weight, but DJ did, and she lost half a pound. And I, I will get to the Shape Up episode when I cover that <clears throat> in 2020 with other serious episodes of Full House. So Garfield's got this talking scale, RX2, who... Tells him he resembles Orson Welles and that he's a big old fat chub chub that really needs to lose the weight. I saw you in Citizen Kane. It was so great. I've never watched that movie in my life. I know the ending, though, because it's been spoiled a billion times over. The rosebud, the the snow uh, sled thing is rosebud. Spoiler alert if you have never seen Citizen Kane. Which I haven't. That's the ending. Wow, she can't only just tell you your weight, but she can tell you your fortune and just about anything else you would like to know, really. Garfield's like, alright, alright, I'll play your game. What's my name, if you can guess it? And she says, judging by your weight, you are Orson Welles. Like, uh, what? What do you think Garfield weighs? Do you think he weighs 20 pounds? Do you think he weighs 15 pounds? I think Quinn weighs like 14 pounds. I definitely don't want her getting any bigger, but... I don't even feed her really that many treats either. It's only every great once in a while, like maybe a couple times a week tops. He gets into an argument, Garfield does, with this scale. Because she keeps talking like, you're Orson Welles and blah, blah, blah. I love Citizen Kane and every other movie you were in. He threatens to remove her battery. She finally starts jumping up and down on the scale as you see it gets smushed. And she's like, Rosebud. 
we see the little beep, 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 kind of like on a heart monitor. And she flatlined. Right on the counter, we got four purple containers. One says cookies, one says flour, one says salt, and one says sugar. They go from biggest size cookies to medium size flour, small size salt, and mini size sugar. So this is a little bit of filler here where Garfield is pulling the tops off these canisters and Odie's head popped out of all of them. How? I don't know. So now it is officially Thanksgiving Day because John asked Garfield, did you sleep well? Because John's drinking his coffee. He's in his pajamas. And asked Garfield, hey, how did you sleep last night? Garfield is like, with the claws and the teeth. Don't ask me how I slept last night. You can probably guess it wasn't great. Thank you very much. Because I had half a lettuce leaf and that was it. You're basically starving me, John. And I don't like it. What a jerk! He's like, oh, aren't we nasty today? Well, you would be nasty, too, if all you had to eat yesterday was half a leaf of lettuce. ASPCA would come in and take your cat away, John. I'm sorry, but they would. You're abusing that cat. She said put him on a diet. She didn't say starve him to death. There's a big difference. So Garf Garfield, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, John is on cloud nine. It's Thanksgiving. He's got a dinner date with a quote-unquote dreamboat. Isn't usually what girls in the 50s or 60s would call guys back he like yeah back to the future um marty's mom referred to him as a dreamboat definition of dreamboat a strikingly attractive person usually a male highly attractive or desirable person there's even a movie called dreamboat from 1952 Liz is going to be there in three hours. He's got to get dressed. He's got to get on with the food because you know what? You should have cooked that turkey ages ago. <laughs> it ain't going to be ready. <laughs> John! Oh! oh, John, you are so clueless. He's just singing, snapping his fingers like, I'm going to fix dinner for the girl I love. Boop, 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 boop. As he pulls out from somewhere a stick of butter, a bowl, a pan for something or other. And Garfield is just watching him like, you are so clueless. He does pull out the cookbook. All right, let's start with the bird. Exactly. You remove it from the freezer at least 24 hours before cooking. Well, of course, that's not going to help him because she's going to be here in three hours. And he's like, well, you know what? That's probably just a minor technicality. No, they say that for a reason. Where is he pulling this stuff from? He's standing in front of a cupboard. There's no fridge there. You got to remove the giblets and stuff with one cup of prepared stuffing. Stuffing made separately, not in the bird. Remove those giblets. John! Oh, my goodness. He's like, well, you can't believe everything you read. Really? So we can just ignore all of that stuff and the instructions they're telling you about the turkey? Because he's reading the instructions. One says rub skin with butter. And he's like, oh, well, I don't know how this will help the turkey. But here, let me rub my face and my bare arms with this stick of butter. Like it's a bar of soap. Nowhere in that book does it say rub your body with butter. <laughs> Unless you're going to throw yourself in the oven. So you're supposed to cover with foil and roast at 325 degrees for five and a half hours. 
But Liz is going to be there in less than three. What's John going to do? That is a huge kitchen. Why is it always in cartoons? Kitchens are enormous. Of course, he does like Danny Tanner did in Full House. I got to speed things up a bit. So let's just crank it all the way up. 500 degrees. All right. For the vegetables, we got corn, broccoli, Brussels sprouts, turnips, squash. Ew, together? Gross. He didn't even take those giblets in red turkey. <laughs> oh, I've never had giblets. I don't think, are you supposed to eat the giblets? That's where the, the stuffing goes, right? It's going to bake inside the, the turkey cavity and suck up all the juices so it's nice and yummy. I can see why, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not really a catch. He, he needs a woman in there to help him do what needs to be done. Because he just takes all these vegetables, doesn't cut them up, doesn't, like, get the skin off of them, doesn't do any of that. Puts it all in one giant pot, adds some water, and, oh, we're done. You're not. You're not. Medley of squash, Brussels sprouts, turnips, and corn? No, thank you. And he's got this giant squash that he just plops right down on top of the other vegetables. None of those things have been cleaned and prepared and cut up in any way. Ew. Gross. And then he's got to shame his mom and grandma. Like, gee, to listen to them talk every year, I always thought preparing a Thanksgiving meal was tough. Well, it is. Guys, we don't give enough deserving thanks to all the, the people out there, men and women alike, that spend the time and the effort that goes into preparing a feast for everybody to sit down and enjoy that you know spent these people good hours of hours of time that they probably woke up at like three or four in the morning to get a jump on stuff and then we devour it in the course of like maybe a couple hours all that work all that preparation gone in a matter of a couple hours so it's like yes be thankful for the food be thankful for all the hard work that was put into making thanksgiving so great and wonderful so john's like i gotta get ready here i'll get back to this later so is he just setting that pan on a burning stove or a burner while he goes and gets stuff taken care of because he wants to make himself look good for his dreamboat girl so all of a sudden now it turns to garfield wanting to sabotage thanksgiving by putting a crud ton of garlic on those vegetables on that pan now we're in the bathroom as Garfield is just watching John shave in his pajama bottoms, no shirt. He's like, Garfield, you want something bad enough in this life, you reach out and you grab it. You know what I mean? Like, what? This, are you referring to Liz in this way? I don't like this, John. Even as Garfield, like, I'm a man, aren't I, Garfield? Right? I'm a man. And Garfield's like, oh, you're a wimpy man. But yeah, I guess you're a man. He's like, Liz, she's a woman, right? And, of course, Garfield's like, No, John, she's a veterinarian and a cruel one at that. Oh, for heaven's sake, she's not cruel. John is just psyching himself up, like, Hey, she's the one. I'm gonna get her. She's the one I want. I want to spend the rest of my life with her and have her babies and all that good stuff. So, I'm gonna marry her. <laughs> all that good stuff. Like, dude, slow it down. You got one date with her. And you're lucky you even got that one because she finally thought... If I don't say yes to this man, he won't stop pestering me. He won't stop bringing in his cat, even though his cat does not need to be seen. 
He should have just said she's got a boyfriend or something if she didn't want to be with this man. I think someone else needs to shave your face, John, because you are not in the right frame of mind at the moment. You are in Liz La La Land, and you're like, ah, I got my, got my face shaving. Who doesn't do that? When they shave their face, huh? My dad used to have so many pieces of little bits of toilet paper all over dotting his face where he'd cut himself shaving. All right, now John's going through his closet. He's like, Garfield, I need help. And Garfield's like, you definitely do. I'll admit to that. You are 100% right, John. Because he's trying to figure out what to wear. John's got pink polka dot underwear with white dots on it. And a white beater. Or a white tank top, excuse me. Get a little mini montage here. We got him in a top hat with a cane. You are not Mr. Downton Abbey, John. I'm sorry, but no. I don't know what he's going for here. He's got a weird polka dot bow tie. He's got a pink shirt. He's got a gold hat with, like, wings on it. And some plaid purple and white pants. Some brown loafers and yellow shoes. It's really gross. Like, if you want to ever be seen as anything, don't wear this ridiculous getup. It's really gross. And Garfield sticks his tongue out. John, of course, now comes out like looking like a casual college student with the baggy jeans and the long shirt with a paw print on the front. It's like, hey, what about this, Garfield? Informal? It's like, no. <laughs> gross. Try again. Hi, Roller. We got him in a brown suit, red tie, and an enormous cowboy hat. What do they call Isn't there a word like, like 10-gallon hat or 20-gallon hat or something to that effect? The sporty look. You look like you're about ready to go jump on the track field or go race. And you're you're, you're going to go run a 5K or something. No. Does he not have a sense in his head? Just dress like a human being. Just dress normal. What would you wear to your parents' house if you're going to Thanksgiving? You ain't going to wear a jogging suit. Because you ain't going jogging. You're not going to be in a 10K. Disco John. Yes, John Travolta. That's exactly what you should wear so you can scare her off. He comes out. Wearing a tight, um, a shirt with a peace sign. He's got a bandana around his waist. Flip-flops. Bell-bottoms. Like, stop. John, Garfield is just like, he's knocking down every, everything here. Because it's all just, it's not good. And like I said, this, this episode is really, there is so much filler in this episode. It's only 24 minutes long, and a good chunk of this is filler, whether it be at the vet, or Garfield and Odie and the canisters on the counter, or John and his million outfits. The rugged individualist. No, we don't need a lumberjack. We need just a regular John, dressed like a human being, going to Thanksgiving with a fam. What a nice dress shirt, a tie... Some nice slacks, some nice shoes, something simple. Now we get Popeye, which, what in the world? A ballerina. John, what are you doing? This is just goofy kooky. A giant gorilla costume. Sure. Yep, that's exactly what you should go as. This isn't Halloween. That was last month. Oh, he just comes back out in his underwear and tank top. Like, like oh my god. 
How deep is that closet? So he's like, oh, Garfield, I'm running out of clothes. You got any suggestions? Like, yes, just dress casually. Like, a, just a nice, like I said, suit, and t or not, not even a suit, just a nice dress shirt. Maybe a blazer, whatever. Garfield says, dress as yourself. And John's like, yeah, I'll just dress as myself. Thank you. So he just comes out dressed in a nice blue shirt, red tie, and a maroon color, brownish color blazer. Just, yeah, looks great. We could have done that to begin with, and we could have cut all of this out. Oh, he has garters holding up his socks, but oh, he's got no pants. Put some pants on, guy. So he opens the door. He's so excited. Opens the door. And she's like, yeah, nice polka dot boxer shorts. Put some pants on. But, okay, if I was going to some guy's house, he was going to make me a nice Thanksgiving dinner, and you showed up at the door, he showed up at the door wearing a suit jacket and a tie and a shirt and no pants, I'd be like, well, you know what? It was nice knowing you, but I'm not gonna, I'm not for this. Whatever you got planned, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. He slams the door in her face, not even inviting her in, and just like, I gotta put on some pants, And he yells at Garfield, why did you tell me I wasn't wearing any pants? Like, he did tell you, and you just got so psyched by the door and Liz that you just forgot. So, he has her come in. She sniffs the air. What's that? He's like, oh, that's my Thanksgiving. You mean dinner in the kitchen that I'm whipping up in there? You just sit yourself down. I'll be in the kitchen. Garfield and Odie will entertain you, and I'll be right back. So she just, Liz chats with Garfield, who's just kind of lounging. Like, hey, Liz, what's up? He's got a hand on his tum-tum, just chilling casually. Odie's made himself at right at home in Liz's lap, just hanging out, like, pet me, pet me, pet me, no one ever does. And she's like, hey, Garfield, how's the diet? And I'd be like, uh, well, not so good, Liz. I had half a leaf of lettuce yesterday. That was my entire meal for the entire day. He pokes him in the tum-tum and says, Garfield, you're still the size of an aircraft carrier. Well, it's not going to come off willy-nilly this weight. So she figures while she's there, she'll check Garfield for amenities, whatever that is. And, of course, oh, yeah, she doesn't want Garfield to get anemic. And he's like, yeah, don't forget Barry, Barry, Ricketts, and Scurvy, too. So... She kind of educates us and Garfield about how sometimes people who suffer from vitamin deficiencies due to dieting can become listless. And we see as she lists all these symptoms, Garfield is acting them out. Listless. Garfield stretches himself out on the back of the couch and just his tongue is protruding outward. Like, got no energy. Irritable or nervous. Irritable. With the claws. Or nervous. Like, ah. Like, scared of your own shadow. Uncontrollable twitch, where his, like, limbs start shooting out from his body. Or even dementia. And this one is cruel, because there are people out there that suffer from dementia. And I know that the show is not trying to really so much make fun of it, or whatever, but it's just like, come on. Garfield's got his tongue lolling out like, and his eyes are all different sizes, and one's up and one's down. It's like, stop. This isn't cute. 
difficulty breathing. So she's just listing all these symptoms. Another, guys, this is another filler. This is like, come on. Okay, there's a difference between difficulty breathing and just holding your breath. Come on. So Liz decides, like, you know, Garfield, maybe this diet has been too hard on you. I mean, it is Thanksgiving after all. You shouldn't have to deprive yourself. So she lets him off the hook for today. She decides to get let him do some mild exercise instead. And Odie is just asleep on her lap. He just kisses her, like, thank you, the diet is over for now. <laughs> Remember the kitchen? John has taken the turkey out of the oven and is just like, what in the world? This should be done by now. It's not. I'm surprised it's not, like, charcoal blackened like the Thanksgiving turkey in the Full House episode. <laughs> So Garfield comes in like, hey, what's up, John? Another frozen dinner? And John's just like, Liz will never speak to me again. I can't feed her this frozen turkey. <sighs> I'm doomed. What am I going to do, Garfield? Garfield's like, oh, I got an idea. As a light bulb goes off uh, over his head, he goes and gets the telephone. And John is just not getting it. Biker Blues, the album. And John is just so clueless. Like, oh, I can put this on for Liz. Like, no. Garfield hands him a pillow that his grandmother made. And a sweater that his grandmother made. It's like Garfield is giving John all these hints and he's not picking up on a one of them. Finally, Garfield grabs a photo of John's grandma and says, Here, look, look at her. She could help you fix this whole situation. Finally, it clicks in his head. I know, I'll call grandma. She'll know what to do. Poor Liz is just out in the living room with Odie just sleeping on her, like, what has happened to my life? Why am I here by myself? So John's on the phone in the kitchen with Grandma, like, Grandma, you're a lifesaver. See you in a few minutes. As soon as he doesn't even get off the phone with her, boom, she is at the door. She has got her motorcycle helmet on, motorcycle jacket, red scarf, all of it. She is like, I'm here. You entertain your later fr lady friend. I will take care of the rest in the kitchen. Spark your young lady friend as she pushes him out into the living room and leave the kitchen to grandma. So now that Jen's in the living room, Liz looks at him like, oh, how's dinner coming along? He's like, oh, great, just great. Uh, it's simmering or whatever food does. So he's going to entertain her or bore her to sleep with the traditional story of the first Thanksgiving and the pilgrims and everything. The history lesson basically to kill time until dinner is actually done. We get to see Grandma work her magic here. She actually points out and says, Garfield, you're looking a little thin. Isn't that grandson of mine feeding you? Well, if you count that half a leaf of lettuce yesterday, I would definitely say no. He's not feeding him. Grandma's all about the challenge. She got the turkey, and she's got it on the platter, and she is going to work her magic with a chainsaw and just cut it up, deep fry it. Yum, 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 yum. Ooh. And John is in the living room regaling the first Thanksgiving to Liz that it was in 1621. The Pilgrims had a good harvest. Governor Bradford declared a three-day feast. And, of course, Liz is, like, barely able to keep her eyes open. We heard the chainsaw in the background, by the way. And at one point, Liz is like, what? what? Huh? What's that? And John's like, oh, don't worry, that's nothing. Anyway, on with the story. And Odie is just pleased as pun should just be taking a nap. Like, hey, another person to put their arm around me and pet me. Yeah, we hear that chainsaw, like, rrr, rrr. And, and Liz, like, gets, like, wakes up and then moves to the end of the couch, like, ah! And Odie's like, hey, where'd my lap go? And he crawls back over to her. 
And John's like, oh, uh, sounds like the dishwasher. Like, yeah, whatever. So now we move back to the kitchen. And she's like, Garfield, you ever had Grandma's famous turkey croquettes? He's like, go, Grandma, go. Go, go, go. All right, she's going to whip up some white sauce, parsley, lemon juice, some grated onion. All right, going to add our turkey to the sauce, make some breading. Roll the mixture in the breading and deep fat fries. Garfield's like, deep fat fry, deep fat fry. Yum, yum, yum. I'm hungry just looking at this food. So according to John, Abraham Lincoln declared the last Thursday in November as Thanksgiving in 1863. So we're all getting a history lesson here as Liz is trying and failing to keep her eyes open. So apparently Garfield's not a fan of sweet potatoes. And Grandma's like, hey, look, Garfield, you have not lived until you've had my sweet potatoes. So she's got a cup of butter, some marshmallows. Ugh, yummy. Brown sugar. Ooh, because of marshmallows. And Garfield's got this big grin on his face, like, hey, I'm starting to like them already. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't have sweet potatoes any other way. Now, are sweet potatoes and yams the same thing? I've always wondered that. Oh, the joke of the cranberry sauce. As she puts a hand, Grandma puts a hand over Garfield's eyes, like, like, you ever see my one-second cranberry sauce as she pops the can on the plate, throws the can away? Covers Garfield's eyes. Boom! Here you go. Ha ha ha, you looked. <laughs> Alright, the piece de resistance, the pumpkin pie. No, Thanksgiving is complete without pumpkin pie. Ooh. She's got so much food in such a short amount of time, this grandma does. But she is a... She is a mistress master in the kitchen. She knows what she's doing. I want to eat at this house. Grandma, come cook for me. You can be my, uh... Meal maker, you can teach me some things, a lot of things, because I'm not big on cooking, but she makes me want to learn how to cook or have her cook for me. So Z, she's got all the food, zips out there to the long table, plops everything down, and she is like out the door, John. So she tells, Grandma tells Garfield, you better tell John that that lady of his couldn't find a better man than him, and if she doesn't agree with you, I'll come back and kick her butt. And she even says she better not blow it or she'll have to answer to me. Like, yeek! Don't want to get on her bad side. She'll cook your butt. So Liz did, in fact, fall asleep. She's snoring. And John's like, well, everything should be ready. And Liz wakes up and asks, where am I? Dinner is served, mother. It's served, John. And she is, like, amazed. Like, when did you do all of this? Like, while you were sleeping, dear. Oh, the beautiful song place as they all bow their heads and pray thanks for all this delicious food that Garfield and all of them will devour within the course of five minutes. Their plates are already filled with food. I love how Odie, like, licks the corn on the cob that Liz is holding. Garfield, of course, wants to eat before the prayer and John smacks his hand away. <laughs> and while John is just gazing lovingly at Liz, Garfield steals his plate away like, yoink! This is a large table that I'm sure only gets pulled out for the holidays. Aw, Odie grabs Liz's hand and pulls it toward him. Aw. He loves her. He does not want to let her leave that house. Like, this is my new mom. Aw, and Liz reaches and grabs John's hand. Aw. This is so sweet. 
John reaches in, across and grabs Garfield's hand. Oh, to feel Thanksgiving every day. This is a beautiful song. I love this song. They even have a three-candle candelabra, whatever you want to call it, thing there. So, now they're at the door. She thanks John for such a wonderful meal and thanks for inviting me. And he's like, same time next year? And it's like, that would be nice. She says, I'll be here before the meal, but after the history lesson. I'm like, don't ever do that to me again. <laughs> if I wanted a history lesson on Thanksgiving, I'll go to the library and pick up a book. Because the internet did not exist yet. <laughs> but libraries and books did. <laughs> and she kisses him on the face. He's such a gentleman. I know I ragged on John a bit this episode, but he's a sweetheart. He just wants to find the love of his life. And he thinks he's found that in Liz. Oh, that tryptophan is hitting Garfield and Odie hard. They are just, their bellies are extended. Poof! And they're just ready to just, like, I'm on the couch. I'm resting. I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. I'm, I've had my fill. I've had my meal. I'm, I'm just, I'm, this is me. Like, <laughs> on the couch. Nobody touch me. Nobody talk to me. I'm, I'm just, I'm out. I'm out. John comes into the living room, sees Garfield and Odie. Odie, by the way, looks like he's got some indigestion, because as John says, well, it was a great day. You see Odie put a paw to his mouth, like, like buddy, I think you had a little too much. <laughs> or he's trying to stifle a burp or something. Of course, John says, the one thing I'm thankful for today is Grandma. Woo, Grandma, go, Grandma, go. So John's like, hey, let's take a little walk and try to work off some of this food, but just let them rest, man. They just ate, like, a whole, how many pounds of food? John, you go walk by yourself, okay? They're cool. Just let them sleep on the couch. They can't even get off the couch. Their bellies are that huge. They ate their weight in food. So, Garfield's able to get off the couch. However, Odie is not, as his legs pretty much just wobble and just go out from under him. Like, <laughs> so, John's trying to, like, come on, Odie, come on, boy, you can do it. And Odie's just like, I'm not going anywhere. And John's got his hands on his hips, like, oh, no, not you too. They just had Thanksgiving dinner, man. So did you. Why are you shaming him? Like, now you're turning into Garfield, Odie. Do I gotta put you on a diet, too, and just feed you lettuce? He's like, I suppose we'll have to put you on a diet as of right now. It's like, you are not a vet. Don't put your dog on a diet unless it's advised by the vet. Maybe if you want to cut back on their food, fine. But don't be like, I'm giving you lettuce leaves from now until you start losing weight. Now we got Garfield with the whistle around his neck, and he's got a camouflage green army hat on, like a drill sergeant. He's like, alright, Odie, get your get up off your off your belly there. Stand up straight. Wipe that grin off your face. You're gonna do some push-ups for me. Right now. And that's pretty much how the episode ends. I wanna read some more of these reviews. Okay, I did go back real quick. I forgot about that until I looked at the goofs again. You do hear Liz in Grandma's voice. I want that. Alright, this next review gives it a 9 out of 10, entitled, Still Worth Checking Out, August 25th, 2003, or 2003. Like all the old Garfield specials televised before the Saturday morning cartoon show, this videotape is hard to come by. 
Well, actually, I found it on DVD years ago. I'm pretty sure you can find it just about any... Well, maybe unless they probably stopped making it, but I don't know. I ordered it on eBay and received my copy today. I watched it with my girlfriend's two daughters, age 9 and 2, and they loved it. They were brought up on the glitz of Disney computer animation, but were very entertained by this archaic cartoon. The jokes are classic, even if some of them are more for adults than children. I laughed uncontrollably during the Orson Welles joke when Garfield was on the talking scale. I highly recommend picking this tape up and watching it with your kids. Neither you nor they will be disappointed. 8 out of 10. Thanksgiving with everyone's favorite orange cat. Oh, this is from January 5th of this year. Have always been very fond of Garfield. He is a very funny and lovable character in Garfield and Friends, and his specials, like some more than others, though, hold up very well today. Actually, perhaps even better now as an adult, but a child somewhat at heart than as a child. This is not nostalgia talking, as there have been things loved as a child watched much later. And the question, what made me like this when younger? Not so with Garfield and Friends or his specials. Still feel that way with Garfield's Thanksgiving. Again, not reviewed at the right time for the occasion being depicted, but let's not worry about that for now. For me, there has never been a right time to review anything, sometimes even to watch it. Garfield's Thanksgiving is one of the least well-known and shown specials of his, and that is a shame. It is far from the best special. My personal favorite always has been a Garfield Thanksgiving special. I, I'd have to say probably this is my second favorite, and then Garfield Christmas is definitely my favorite. Or even one of them. But it does deserve to be known more. Just because it is not as known well as some of the others doesn't mean it's bad. Actually, still consider Garfield's Thanksgiving good and have always liked it. Yes, Garfield's Thanksgiving doesn't have the emotional impact or heart of some of the other Garfield specials, though it is not devoid of either other or more memorable. Wow, this review goes on and on and on. Okay, let's see what the other one. Okay. 7 out of 10, judging by your weight, you are Orson Welles. This is from November 26, 2017. Garfield's Thanksgiving overall, a lesser holiday special for everybody's favorite cranky orange tabby. But it's still solidly entertaining, thanks to a number of good laughs and some subtlety when it comes to the sentiment. The characters are as engaging as they've ever been with the Garfield voice by the eternally amusing Lorenzo Music. Un irresistible hoot as always. He starts off Wednesday he starts Wednesday off in a typical style, demanding that John fix him a big breakfast. He's in a good mood until he realizes that today he has an appointment at the vet's. He doesn't look forward to it, but John does, of course, since he's so madly in love with the veterinarian Liz. Liz finally relents and agrees on a date. So John invites her to Thanksgiving dinner. He's in danger of some He's in danger of botching the whole thing, but gets some last-minute help from an appropriate source. Garfield, meanwhile, must go on a diet. Horrors! There are some hilarious sight gags, such as when characters are holding their breath, and the 11th hour arrival assistance of Grandma ensures some real liveliness. She stole much of the show in a Garfield Christmas, and does the same thing here. John is as hilariously awkward as he's ever been. And there's a great series of gags when he's modeling outfits for Garfield. He's also, 
he also threatens to send Liz to sleep. When he threatens, he does send her to, she does fall asleep multiple times. When he stalls for time by regaling her with Thanksgiving history. Odie is as endearing as ever. The bow, the best jokes revolve around the talking scale. They're more for adults than kids who won't understand the references, but they are priceless. Overall, a likable, pleasant special worth watching for any Garfield fan. 7 out of 10. Oh, wow, there's a lot of them. Um, I don't think I'm going to read anymore, but I can read the titles real quick. Okay. Another satisfying tr holiday treat. 10 out of 10. Excellent holiday film. A must-see for families and Garfield fans alike. 9 out of 10. One of the weaker Garfield specials was still worth watching. 6 out of 10. Roller coaster of emotions for Garfield. Okay, so I have the Garfield Holiday Celebrations, which has the ha uh, Halloween and Garfield's Thanksgiving. On Amazon, it says it's $47.99. Good golly. But we do have Happy Holidays Garfield, which is... So it does have the um, Garfield Thanksgiving and the Garfield Christmas. However, it doesn't look like it's got the Halloween. Like, the Halloween adventure is its own thing. Wow. Ooh, what is that? Okay, 20 Garfield stories. That's only $5. That's not bad. Garfield's Nine Lives, $4.79. That's not bad either. Garfield and Friends Season 1, $7.82. Flintstone Christmas Collection. Oh, that would be cool. Um, Mickey's Christmas Carol, guys, I do plan to do that in December, so look forward to that. What's this, have yourself a goofy little Christmas? What's this about? Um, blah, 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 blah. Goofy pulls out all the stops, make Christmas extra merry for his son, Max. His Goofy's decorations, shorting out the electricity on the entire block, blah, 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 blah. Pete escapes Aspirin, Aspirin, Colorado with his family. Goofy and Max are close behind, and that means Pete's plans for a silent night are about to go up in smoke. That looks so cute! Aww. Why is there a bear helping them, uh... Oh, they don't know there's a bear there. Oh, yikes. Um... But that's, of course, for the Christmas. Um, I really liked this. I want to see if there's anything, like, on YouTube that has people's comments of it. Let me check. You can save yourself the money. Go on YouTube, because they do have it on YouTube. The Garfield Thanksgiving. Love the grandmother. She's the best. Eleven people are on a diet. How can you not like this? <laughs> This has some of the best quotes I've ever heard of. This person says, oh, John, you really don't know how to talk to women, do you? This person says, it's confirmed. Garfield is my spirit animal. Garfield's reaction to the vet is a typical cat's response. This show is so cozy. I'm working on embracing my inner Garfield. <laughs> I love this. This is so cute. Yum, yum. Turkey on a stick. <laughs> this person, this is interesting. Anybody else notice they predicted Alexa, the talking scale that could answer questions? Oh, this person commented, who's excited for Thanksgiving 2019? Then there's a bunch of emojis. This person has a memory of this episode as a kid. I believe it was shown during my second grade year when my teacher decides to show the class three episodes of the old Garfield shows. Good times. Oh, this person. Once I watched this in sixth or seventh grade at Thanksgiving after tricking my teacher into letting us watch it. How did you trick your teacher? It's cool, though. 
May I have your autograph, please? <laughs> oh, the talking scale. The funny thing is that some vegetables taste good with a little garlic. Eh, that's not wrong. That's not wrong. And this is why we don't trust John with cooking a Thanksgiving dinner. Any man who, man who butters his skin with a stick of butter instead of buttering the turkey, I get a question. A lot of things. Watching this with my nieces and nephews, and they are loving it. This person pointed out something that I, I thought. Seems I had to purchase a car full of groceries, many of them perishables, and then go to the vet while the groceries sit in the car. Exactly. Why didn't Grandma join the feast? She was awesome and deserved to be there. Well, because John was the only person as a girl. He wanted her to think that he had cooked the entire thing. That's probably just as well that she did fall asleep. Otherwise, she'd probably be like, what's going on? Who's in there? person says I literally watch this every year. Okay guys so that was my review. I loved covering this a second time around. It's been a, probably a couple years so I hope you guys enjoyed it too. I look forward to covering the Christmas one in December and some other Christmas shorts as well. Also check back next week for a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. I'm gonna do that one too. All right, everybody, have a good weekend, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye.